0: Access to nature is a vital part of happy and healthy city living. Some municipalities, however, find it hard to give access to a garden or green space to all of their citizens. And densely populated centres struggle most. So what does the city do if they don't have large empty patches of land to turn over to nature? You're listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle production brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. In this episode... Ananya Singhal of Studio Saar takes us on a tour of this firm's recently completed lakeside pocket park in the Indian city of Udaipur.
1: Udaipur Park is a just about 2,000 square metre urban park. It was a little bit of leftover space, which is owned by the municipal government of Udaipur. Successive local governments have tried to make it into a public park. We were given the opportunity to create a small little park as an example to the city that people can come in, in public-private partnership, create small parks, and re-green the city of Udaipur in India. As you approach Oran Park, to the left is a small gate made out of reinforcement bars for the construction sites which have been formed into branches and leaves. Open the gate and you have a choice, either to go down a ramp or down some stairs. If you go down the ramp, you are head towards a labyrinth of local foliage and plants, which have been planted into tires, which have been disposed of, thrown away. You go through the landscape of these native plants. They're flowering at different times, some are fragrant. And then you approach, at the end of the labyrinth, a large canopy which overlooks the lake and the canopy is made up of close to 36,000 silhouettes of starlings to mimic a murmuration, which happens regularly over the lakes. Around the canopy, there are places for you to sit, relax. You can play a game of chess. Again, the chess pieces have been made from repurposed bits of metal. You can play some local Indian games. And then we designed a set of swings And what's really cool about these is we, again, reused old bits of steel, as well as rope, which is made out of recycled or reused saris. A huge part of what we want to do with the whole park was to create many examples how it's not expensive to create public spaces. Actually, you can reuse and repurpose lots of waste material and thereby bring the actual costs down. This park Uran is really important to the city of Udeipur because Udepur is a beautiful city. We're surrounded by these amazing lakes. We're nestled in the Aravli hills. Unfortunately, though, the town no longer has accessible green spaces. In terms of green cover around the city, they probably have four square meters per citizen of Udepur. But if I found accessible green public park spaces, it would probably be down to either an A3 or an A4 sized piece of paper. So it's a really, really small amount. As a result, most social activity takes place on the roadside. And as the city becomes denser and more populated, obviously roadside social activity is in constant conflict with transportation. Now, as a city, we are not able to find huge tracts of green land that we can suddenly convert into green space. But the city has lots and lots of little pockets of either community gardens, derelict sites, publicly owned sites but at the moment unused, which could be converted to small parks which would bring open green spaces within walking distance to every citizen and thereby enabling us to get to a point where citizens and visitors actually have access to parks. Some of the innovations that we came up with, which is very different from Indian parks, is we focused on native flora and that enabled native fauna to come back in. For the most part, when private companies sponsor parks, they tend to want to create a branding opportunity and therefore they want to create spaces which have lots of trees and plants which are from faraway places, which look beautiful and stunning but nonetheless aren't native in nature. And we kind of reversed that to say, let's try to bring back a lot of the native species. The other thing we did, the canopy that we created, it was a really wonderful project in terms of working together with the engineers and creating something sculptural and dynamic. The columns mimic trees and the birds are flying within them. It was a real challenge to get it built because we were building it during COVID and the contractors found it very, very hard to make it. But nonetheless, now it looks really good out there in terms of becoming a part of the local atmosphere. We're very lucky that we're working with a wonderful non-governmental organization called Darower. And one of Darower's three missions is to get the city of Udebo and the community to plant and nurture a million trees around the district. And when we were strategizing with them about how to get the city and the citizens engaged in this process, we realised we have to create examples of how to do this, and as a result, we're focused on delivering at least three more parks. The Ruhr and the Slack Bridge also are rewilding about 85 acres of hillside, and they're reforesting something like 25 acres of hillside. So there's that progress also taking place in terms of getting the green belt around the city revitalised.
0: Tall Stories is a Monocle production from the team behind The Urbanist. This episode was produced and edited by David Stevens. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to receive new episodes every week. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye. Thank you for listening, City Lovers.